News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk. Issues uh, impacting on government over the next couple of weeks. Public Expenditure Minister Michael McGrath has said that the government is prepared to make an improved offer to public sector unions seeking pay increases ahead of next month's budget. However, the unions will be asked to show flexibility and that pay increases will not be able to match the record levels of inflation. To discuss this issue, now we're joined now by John King, who's Deputy General Sector Secretary of SIPTU. I suppose, firstly, John, uh, were you encouraged to any degree by uh, Mr. McGrath's, Mr. McGrath's uh, confirmation yesterday that the government would be prepared to go uh, higher than the 5% offer that the unions rejected? Well, what I would say would be that that's a welcome commentary um, from the minister. And it would appear to be somewhat consistent uh, with some of the mood music that has been played out politically into me into the media over the last couple of weeks by the Taoiseach, the Taunish that intervened, and indeed the Minister himself directly. Um, However, what I would say is talking to you now, some two and a half months on from when those talks broke down in the WRC in the middle of June, that is not being said to us directly. Um, So while it's a welcome piece of commentary, um, it has yet to play itself out in talks uh, with the Public Services Committee, and we're anxious that those talks, um, if they're to reconvene, um, you know, would do so at an early date. And are you slightly disappointed that the Minister is making this commentary over the public airwaves rather than talking to you directly initially? Well, I don't think it's going to settle anywhere else. I mean, the talks are going to settle in direct conversations between the Public Services Committee and the um, officials within the department um, under the auspices of the WRC. Um, I think it's welcome that the you know that the minister was in that position, um, but as I said, that's been a consistent position that they've had for a little bit of time. Um, but we're not saying seeing that play itself out in direct talks with ourselves. Assuming the, 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 that you are contacted early this week, if not today, about them, when would you expect the talks to resume? Because a lot, a lot of unions are going out to ballot now for, for potential industrial action on this issue, aren't they? They are. Um, the balloting process is due to commence with effect from the 29th of August, and it'll run for a three- or four-week period to enable unions to be able to, to do that ballot. I mean, the reality of the situation is that the the, the talks could have commenced um, at any stage in between June and now, and I think it would be fair to say um, that given the significance of the issues, um, it, you know, that we would be available um, at relatively short notice to re-engage. Do you, do you understand, though, John? I mean, uh, obviously you want communication to be, to, to, to be pretty regular and the talks to resume, uh, but do you understand that the government perhaps has to play for a little bit of time here. They have to see how much they have in terms of, of, of excess tax, particularly with the August uh, exchequer returns, uh, to be able to, to give a good indication of how much they have available just for, for 2022 uh, cost of living increases. And into, into the mix of your talks with the public sector unions comes how much the government has to play for immediate cost of, sec- uh, cost of, of living measures in the budget. Okay, so one of the issues that's at play here now, um, because of the delay in not being able to conclude an agreement, is that the government are at risk of letting an agreement get away from them. When the talks broke down on the 16th or 17th of June, inflation was slightly north of 6%. 
and it was difficult to close out an agreement in that context. Inflation is now north of 9%, which means that the, the, you know, the job of trying to reach an agreement uh, looks a little bit more difficult. So what I would say would be this, that the, um, the sooner we get in to having a conversation around where we might be able to settle this, the better. The government know that the Public Services Committee have flexibility within the position uh, that we, you know, that we think this needs to be addressed. They're indicating that they're prepared to go north of 5%, which suggests that the gap between the two parties is on the face of it closing. The only way that can close out and for us to be able to conclude an agreement is in talks. Do you accept though, do you accept though, John, do you accept on behalf of your members in SIP2 that the government can't chase inflation and, and, and pay you an increase uh, that matches the current 9% uh, rate? Because inflation may come down as quickly as it went up. So do you accept that you have to compromise somewhere between the 5% you've rejected and the current 9% uh, rate of inflation? So perhaps somewhere around 6 or 7%. Okay, so what I'm not going to do is to get into trying to do the negotiation across the airways. Appreciate that, yeah. but, what I, but what I would say would be this. Yes, we are prepared to compromise and be flexible in relation to clues and agreement. But the agreement has to be meaningful and it has to be of benefit um, to public servants. At the moment, the current agreement um, has been completely eroded by any stretch of the imagination by the rate of inflation. So we think an agreement is possible to do but rather than talk about it, and, and I appreciate what the minister was saying, but we would be of the view that we'd be better served being in talks, trying to close out that agreement. And would your members and would you be prepared to accept a, a perhaps a very short agreement, a one-year agreement, on the basis that inflation is very volatile at the moment and may come down from current uh, very high levels uh, as early as next year, so that maybe a one-year agreement to get over the current very high levels of inflation? Okay, so the current agreement expires on the 31st of December this year. And um, what the minister in, in earlier on this year had indicated the government's desire to extend the current agreement by one year okay. to, to, to take account of the issues that you're raising. We had said that we would look at that uh, uh, and that if we could close out an acceptable review of this agreement, then we would look at concluding um, a one-year agreement, um, you know, to extend it for one year. So I think that is still possible. But as I said earlier, the government side are, you know, they're, they're putting the possibility of doing that at risk. OK, so the bottom line for you is uh, you are prepared to be flexible, but you need to hear from the government very soon. We do. OK, John King, a Deputy General Secretary of SIP2, thanks for joining us this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.